Hey, hey, birthday girlies. Um, it's your old pal Rose Johnson here. Just dropping in at the top of the pod to remind you who the best birthday girl is. <laughs> it's me! Nah, not really here to do that, but just I'd slip that in, see if the others listen back, give them a little test. No, what I would like you to do is vote for this bloody podcast in the National Comedy Awards. We've been nominated, we've been longlisted. Yeah! It's a public vote. Many of the other podcasts that have been nominated are far more bigger and successful than us. So we need the birthday girlies to mobilise, okay? This needs to be your festive New Year's gift to us. Please get yourself over to the nationalcomedyawards.com. You can vote, okay? There's all different categories you can vote in. When you get to best podcast, best comedy podcast, you know who to click on. Birthday girlies. We would love it so much if you voted for us. We're getting some lovely messages through from people on the socials that have already done it. Get your friends and family to do it. Get strangers on the street to do it. Set up fake email addresses for your children. Get them to do it. All of the votes help. Um, we'd love to make the shortlist. Uh, we're thrilled to be nominated, of course. So, yeah, voting's open until Monday the 16th of January. So you can expect many more of these messages at the start of our podcasts. Unless you vote. Now we'll still do the messages, but do vote. Thanks. Now enjoy the pod. Bye. I'm the best one. I'm the best one. Da, da, oh, da, 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 da. oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I thought I... you were like I don't know what to do. No, do you know what I was about to start singing? Happy New Year to ya. Happy to ya. New Year Happy to. Happy New Year to ya. But that's not the song at all, is it? I gave you, I gave you a nice fanfare to to kick it off. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, Happy Birthday to. But that's a nice. That's you know why not. Yeah, do you know what? Change Let's the words. start. Yeah, start a new thing. Happy New Year to ya. Happy New Year to ya. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to ya. My voice is even worse than normal. I'm just going to say at the top. I'm sorry that I sound like this. It's a cough and a cold. I know it sounds horrid. I apologise. Uh, some people Thank might you. like Got that. Got it out of some people might like it. Well, the sort of slight husky. Uh, yeah. My, my, it's my prulith. People paint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, t- it tastes delicious. <laughs> I'm going to cough every time I speak. That made me cough. <laughs> oh, no. <coughs> oh, no. Come on. And no, um, it's kicking off the new year. Beatty's not but just being very quiet. She is unfortunately missing the first pod of the year. Can't be helped. She's got a poorly bab. Can't be helped. Yeah, can't be helped. Um, happy New Year to BT. Um, she passes on her Happy New Year to you. She never said that. Nah, she didn't say, say that, that. But I'm just being polite. She's kicking off the New <clears> she Year. She literally said, don't tell them anything. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't even mention you guys. Unbelievable. She, yeah, literally doesn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> she is starting the New Year off in the greyest man way possible by not being here. The, the gray, the grayest of greys. Do you know what I was thinking, Rose? You've uh, you enticed me to watch it. The traitors. Are you in? I'm in. I'm, I'm up to date. I've watched so many on my own, back to back. I think by the time this goes out, 
it It'll might be finished. But if you can get you, it on um, if, if, catch oh, up, surely. Yeah. yeah, public service announcement. If you, I'm just, that's what I was going to say is if you're listening to this and you haven't watched any of the traitors, boy, are you in for a treat. You've got, you it's might have so a whole good. series. Because at the, at the moment, you know, we've probably had what, about six episodes? Six and I'm crying out for more, desperate. It's amazing. And you're like, how are they getting so into it and so emotional? But it must just be like a pressure cooker. You're living with these people. And it's basically, for those that don't know, it's a big game of mafia. There are some traitors yeah. within a group of faithfuls and they have to try and guess who are the traitors. But I was thinking BT would be so good on that show because if you're a grey man, it's a, it's that's good. Although I would say up to a point and then people start looking at the grey men. Yeah. People start well, looking at the grey men and going, why are you grey? Yeah, why are you so grey? Why are you so grey? Our guest today, you're in for another treat, um, other than my singing and our recommendation of The Traitors. It's bloody Tom Parry, friend of the pod. Um, Huge friend of the pod. A third of Pappies, uh, who've got their brilliant podcast, Pappies Flat Share Slamdown, that we did a really fun live recording with uh, in 2022. We'll we'll be putting that out at some point, won't we? We have put it out, Camille. We were a week, we had a a week where we... (laughs) It's out, it It is out, it's It's into the ether. Uh, Obviously made a big impact on Camille when that dropped. Yeah. Um, So yeah, he's in Pappies. He's a man of so many talents. Uh, I've not prepared an introduction for him. He doesn't need one. He's he's written a bloody film, a Christmas film, your Christmas Watch or mine. Watch his film, okay? I'm it's saying so that. Good. We're at the time of recording, peek behind the curtain. It isn't New Year yet. But when I go, I'm saving the film to watch when I go home for Christmas so I can watch it with my family. It's called Your Christmas or Mine. I believe it's on Amazon. It um, is. I watched watch it at the weekend. Oh, there it's you great. go. Okay, go on then, review. Fantastic. F- genuinely laugh out loud, heartwarming, some lovely lines. I believe, I believe a, a small voice only cameo from Tom Parry himself. I'm going to ask him when he comes on. Yeah. And you'll have to close your ears, Camille, because you'll see if you can spot it as well. Okay. Okay. I won't listen. Um, But yeah, he's going to be here. We thought we'd kick off 2023 with, you know, a lovely, jolly friend of the pod. Um, We're going to do some resolutions. We're going to play some games. Let me tell you now, the Patreon content this Mm -hmm. week, we haven't even recorded it yet, is going to be, I'm going to put it out there, the most explosive Patreon content we've (laughs) ever put out. Can okay. we just, can, can you, Rose, can you also just say how good is the title that I came up with? I think we can reveal the title here, Camille. We are going to record, reveal nothing else. Only patrons are get to, going to get to know what it is. Okay. But see if you can guess from the title, Camille, if you please. Goodbye, 2020 poo. Hello, 2020 we. And Bella proves we had a little we had yeah. a little bark of hang approval. On, hang from on a her. second, Bell, Literally, shut up. Camille, uh-uh. it was a, 
It was almost as soon as you said the word poo. Is that, does she think she's going out for a poo now? <laughs> I just gave her the opportunity, so she'll have to hold it in if she needs it. Oh, God. Let's hope she can. He's in the waiting room. <laughs> Let's welcome him to the pod. It's Tom Parry. I want him to tell everyone about his little studio shed. I'm just excited because I've seen it and I just think it's so cool. I want one so bad. It's my little studio shed. It is a tiny little shed at the bottom of the garden amongst the birds and the bees. Um, I, yeah, it's my pride and joy, actually. Six foot by six foot, if only. I I, I ordered it to build myself (laughs) and I was like, I think I can build a shed. And it arrived in like a pack and then in the... (laughs) In the in the in the destruction in the instruction, sorry, not destruction. That's not a good yeah. That's not a good start, Harry. <laughs> that's probably a sign, isn't it, that I shouldn't have done it? Uh, yeah. Um, the instruction said to be constructed by two capable persons. Yeah, yeah you've on both counts, you've fallen there. I yeah, because I'm not yeah, I'm half an incapable person. Yeah, you're probably you're one in you're one incapable person. Who did you but get round? Like, well, there's get... we've got a guy, Richard, who's our guy. He's like a friend of one of, you know, like one of Jane's friend's dad who builds his own houses and stuff. Oh, he, oh he's he, like everyone our needs guy a Richard. Now. Everyone yeah. needs a Dickie. Yeah, Dickie comes round and he like, there was a real low point where I got him round to fix the clasp on a window and that's when I thought, <laughs> oh, I should have been able to do that. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe maybe we're becoming a bit too over-reliant I mean, on Richard. C- Camille gets got round a handyman to put up pictures. Yeah. No! So, <laughs> because no. I'm just worried about drilling into a wire or something. You've got to get yourself a stud detector, mate. I just don't oh. trust myself with it. Stud detector alert. <laughs> I would off. say, Parry, it is a fantastic shed. I would say you look like you're wearing a lot of layers in there. Well, yes, in these times, obviously I've got a heater, but the first thing yeah. in the morning, you've got to let it warm up a little bit. So I stick, yeah. I stick on the old layers. I've got whiteboards. You can't see the whiteboards. The whiteboards are you there. You love two, a whiteboard. Two Loves magnetic it. whiteboards. Ah, a, a ring light, a chessboard, a printer. If a you live board. in the Exeter area, if you live in the Exeter area, please don't come and burgle me. I, I realise I've given away too much information there. Yeah. I shouldn't have mentioned the printer. People are going to come for your chessboard, mate. Um, what, how are you, how, what, what are we talking internet-wise? What's your setup? What are we talking? A, a cable or what is your I, Wi-Fi this getting bit, there? This bit I did for myself. I ran a cable from the house up to the shed. That's straight impressive. In. Yeah, I'm living it. See, so I was looking around writing sheds because I, I don't want anyone to think this is like a... It's not like an fancy. outdoor... It's like yeah, a it's greenhouse. Not, it's like a little tomato shed. Yeah, sheds. it's got like um, bubble wrap foil on the roof. So yeah. it's kind of like I insulated yeah. it myself. It is basically like uh, a summer house that you can get for about 900 quid and then you build it yourself. So it isn't very warm. That's still a lot more cost-wise than I would have estimated given <laughs> what I can see. Rose! <laughs> if you were a Zoopla... <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I was Zipla, yeah, yeah, you'd be coming in at sub-five, sub sub-five. Sub-five, yeah. I'd well, love I, a shed. I looked at the diamond, so I was doing a lot of Googling around writing sheds, and I thought the, the most space I had was six by six. Hmm. So I Googled six foot by six foot writing shed, and what came up was George Bernard Shaw. Oh, we've heard of him. You know, Pygmalion, oh, gotcha. etc. <laughs> 
That's the only one, isn't it? It's the only one I could think of. Yeah, I don't know any other ones. He had a a very long career for only one hit. (laughs) He's very very much an inspiration for that. He had a six by six writing shed in his garden, but his was on a lazy Susan, so it could follow the sun. Oh my God. Okay. He had enough room to spin his. That's incredible. Sorry, is he manually spinning? How lever, is some kind of lever. I think he's, mm. he's getting Unless out, he has to keep swinging himself round in That's his chair. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah. six by six, alarm bells. Can you stand up in that then? No. Oh, yeah. Sorry, six oh, by six, six by six, six oh. by... Yeah. yeah. But Eight. you couldn't lie down. You couldn't lie down No, but that's quite good for me. That's quite good for yeah. me in a writing shed. <laughs> because you do have a tendency to lie down in rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, problems. Yeah. And it's never it's never during the constructive bits. You never think, oh, this is really cooking now. I'll lie down. Uh, no, it's in despair. Fond memories, fond memories. Normally, du- nor- normally during our broccoli puss rehearsals, you'd have a little lie yeah. down and oh, go, oh, God. sure. Oh, not this one. Wake me up. Wake me up gonna at the end of the puss. Again, are we okay? Going to open, open with it, are you? Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> When so how how long have you had this shed for? Is it a new Since, newish? Yeah, six months. Great. Six months. I was working in the cupboard under the stairs, um, mm. which is never a good sentence. Um, <laughs> Parry Potter, <laughs> Potter people were calling me. Yeah. yeah, well, that was it. Parry Potter was the nickname. Parry Potter. Good. Very hard to impress people on you know big conference zoom calls when you're coming from your cupboard under the stairs <laughs> yeah my i had to i've just i've only just convinced dan to take his old set of golf clubs to the charity shop i've been on at him for so long because every zoom call it was just like this fucking huge set of golf clubs in the background I think that's and quite a good like, background golf. isn't that quite a, I'm like too young i just think i'm too young for it <laughs> oh i think golf's become quite trendy <laughs> Not in my way. Into it. Um, That's a sad, it's a sad time in every person's life when they finally realise, no, actually, I'm not a golfer. I, yeah. I, I've, got a, you, I've I, got a set of clubs. I'd have you down as like prime golfer territory, Paris. Yeah, I've got all the gear. I've got no a idea. full set. And but what do you mean I'm not a maybe, golfer? As in, you're, as in you're not good? Well, like... In order to play golf, you have to play golf. Do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> so many people want to play golf. And so you buy mm. the clubs and you think, oh, I'm going to play golf now. But it takes so long. And it's, it, you know, you can't just nip and play golf. No. Uh, and, it, you know, it, it, it's expensive and it's hard. It's an intensive, it's a labour intensive hobby. So I I'd thought say, about, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to put a lot of effort mm. in to get semi-decent at it. So I've had clubs for about 20 years. And in my head, I'm like... And then I'll get good at golf. But it's like, then you get to an age where you realise you're not getting good at golf, mate. (laughs) It's a bit like writing a book. You kind of go, and then I'll write a book. And then you kind of go, you know, you're not going to write a book. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to get good at golf. You might write a book. I think you writing a book is more likely than you getting Same. good at golf. Well, put now it this way, I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't build a golfing shed in my back yeah. garden, did I? <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I didn't put a driving range in my back garden. Okay, Tom, I've got a question for you. Um, oh, yeah. Camille, Camille, you need to close your ears because you haven't watched it yet. You're saving it to watch with your mum. I'll take my headphones off for a yeah. sec and you give me a I signal to, when I can put okay, them back on. Okay, Parry, am I correct <laughs> in Are we thinking... just going to talk about Camille now? Yes. <laughs> Point what a cunt. Like, no. um, I 
watched your fantastic Christmas film, Your Christmas Online, oh. at the weekend. Made, made me feel so nice, so festive, loved it. Am I correct in saying <laughs> you have a one-line voice-only cameo in it? Um, I, I recorded one, but I didn't know if they used it or not. Father was it Christmas. in the train? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were watching it and Dan went, that sounds like Parry. Yeah, 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 there you go. Okay, Camille, she can't hear us now to put her headphones back on. <laughs> there was... Um, <clears throat> don't, there don't, was a... don't spoil it for her. I want her to see if yeah. she can spot it too. Well, so there Parry, were a few suggestions. Uh, yeah. I got offered a couple of cameos and I accepted one where they were like, you can be a ticket instructor on the train. And then with two weeks to go, they they told me that it isn't going to happen. <laughs> what, like the scene? I, like they're going to cut it? No, no, they're going to just put someone else in. <gasps> no! <laughs> That's harsh. And then, Did and you push back or were you like, fair the, enough? And then I recorded, because I said like, obviously, I, have, I am a voiceover artiste. I recorded the train announcements in Marleybone Station. And then um, what are the chances? An extra in the film said to the uh, like line producer or someone, oh, I'm also a train announcer. So if no. you need any train announcing, then uh, I'm but your person. So it's it's my other job. What's the special skill there? I, I tell you what, when you hear it, you know. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't. I, I, to be fair, yeah. I never at any point thought that's not genuine. So that's, do you know, I never, yeah, it never, it exactly. never took me out of the narrative. Whereas if there it had been you, go. you yeah. 100% it would have done. It's the classic thing where you spend your life thinking, yeah, I'm going to be a train announcer. And then you get to that age and you think, do you know what? I'm not going to be a train announcer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to get a clause in your next film, in your next a contract. Santa Claus. A Santa Claus, very good. Uh, where you have first refusal on a part, you can do that. I don't think I'd want it, to be honest. I think it'd ruin yeah, watching a- it for me. Mm. It's bad enough watching something you've written. Watching something you've written that you're in, oi. I don't Not know if I'd be able to stomach second. it. You need to do an Alfred Hitchcock. I mean, you have done. You, there you are in it. I think a yeah. little cheeky cameo is quite nice. Um, we've not even said, Tom, Happy New Year. Ah, oh, Happy New Year. Um, happy New Bloody Year. Happy New Year. Are we in the new year now? Is this tw- is it 2023? Are we, or are we just about to? This is going out first week this of is- the new year. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. Here we so bloody go. Here's, here's, a, here's a question for you, both of you. Want to know, what were your highlights and lowlights of 2022? Great question. Mm. Great question, Rose. Parry, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, my... Uh, it, it's quite interesting, actually. This My highlight slash lowlight might be the same thing, which yeah. is... And it came late in the year. It was like two and a half weeks ago. I was in Waitrose. I was buying a... Don't mind telling you. I was shopping Waitrose. I was buying in, a, in this economy. Crikey O'Reilly. Someone's doing all right for themselves. I'm, 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 I'm Lidl through and through these days. Someone's had a film out. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's in his potting, writing shed. I was going to say potting shed. Someone has a wife with mad That's expensive tastes. <laughs> I, um, I was in buying, Waitrose. Um, I was buying a tub of uh, a tube, one of those squeezy tubes of Waitrose own brand tomato puree because mm. um, Glow can't get enough of it. And um, I was at the self-service checkout and because it's quite a crinkly, it's one of those crinkly tubes, it, the barcode wouldn't scan. 
So I was like, oh, I'll just press it flat. So I tried to press it flat. It still wouldn't still wouldn't scan. So I was like, oh, really press it flat? So I gave it a really big squeeze. And obviously didn't realise like the back end of those tubes, they're just rolled up. They're not sealed. Oh. So I gave this tomato puree a big squeeze and it just shot an entire tube of tomato puree into my groin. Just like, bam! Just like I'd suddenly jizzed puree. So like my entire groin. So I just went, and I squeeze and like just suddenly there was this whole tube of tomato puree all over my groin and there was like all these students were buying they were, they were all going through like buying beer for whatever they were going to do and uh, they just all absolutely pissed themselves laughing well yeah and I, I was just this middle aged man with tomato puree all over his groin in the in the middle of Waitrose and I was like this this is the worst and, the, and one of the best things that's ever happened to me all year it was, it was I sensational. Had very, I had a very similar experience, Tom, really recently as well. Luckily, it wasn't tomato puree. I mean, I'd say like in the moment it was better, but long term mine has had worse consequences. So I've been to the Turkish shop near me and bought a lovely punnet of olives from their olive bar. Delicious. Oh, nice. Was, yeah. And then I'd gone into Sainsbury's to get olive some more bar. stuff. So I had the, them in my bag on my shoulder and somewhere around Sainsbury's, that punnet tipped up on its side and I hadn't sealed it properly. No. And oil just oil. was leeching all down out of the bag, down my leg. I got to uh, self-service checkout. Uh, and I was like, Why is, where's oil everywhere? And then I just no. saw it was all down my leg and it was like, worse all over the floor and the self-service checkout so no. then this man came over i was like excuse me do you have any like cloth i'm so sorry this olives my olives have leaked but he thought it was like some olives that he thought it was like a sainsbury's product so he was like oh my god i'm so sorry and I was too embarrassed to be to be like, <laughs> I've, I've completely brought this upon you and the store. So I was like, it's okay. And he was like, do you want me to like get you other, like all my other shopping had oil all over it. And he was like, D- you don't have to get this stuff. You can go and get like fresh stuff. And I was like, oh, no, right. it's fine. And I just bought it all this. And then I just oil everywhere. No. All over me. And my trousers now, like, because puree actually did it stain because it's red no puree f- okay it, it olive flew out oil you can see it's the stain still there twice yeah. washed all down and that'll Absolute never leave nightmare. you i'm surprised you didn't get that out rose i thought that'd be the kind of thing you'd be good at well i put in some of that oxy action with it i thought that'd sort it out no dice no Tom, my mum saw, uh, you just made, reminded me, I think I've said it on the pod before, but it always makes me laugh. My mum was shopping in Waitrose. Oh, yeah. And she saw none other than Theresa May. Oh, she was, wow. She was very excited about it to the point where I think she was kind of stalking her around the shop, seeing yeah, what she, she what's she buying, what's she popping in her basket. And the thing that she is absolutely, to this day, I would say outraged about <laughs> is that Theresa May bought reduced sticker flowers. <laughs> <laughs> and she could, she was so shocked by it that she 
spoke to the cashier about it as she was going through the tills. She was like, amazing. have you seen Theresa May's in her? And the woman was like, oh, yeah, she comes in here all the time. She went, have you seen she got reduced sticker flowers? She's famously like, isn't she famously like a kind of um, frugal cunt. person? Didn't she? Oh, yes. Frugal. But didn't she famously frugal say cunt. that she um, scrapes mould off jam and then eats it still? Wasn't that famous? Oh, wow. Is that safe so, to do? Well, that was the controversy. I mean, I think yes, but don't listen to me if you're listening. Well, it's the kind of person we're dealing with, isn't it? It's the kind of person who she'd say, you see, the problem is these people on benefits, they don't buy flowers that are reduced. They're <laughs> getting the expensive flowers on yeah, their benefits. Yeah. If only they lived a bit more frugally like I do, then they'd be fine. If only they yeah. all scraped the mould off their jam. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly it. And then, then she's yeah, what, getting you know, 50 mold. grand for a speech. Yeah. So that's a highlight and a low light. You've just jogged my low light, Cam, because. Okay. Yes. Would you want to go with your highlights first and then no, go on. get to low go lights? On. So I'd like to hear the low light. Yeah. I mean... I, I, if I look back on this year, I, I have one regret of my f- from myself, which is I got a bit too sucked into the political vortex. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, it started to dominate my days. Like I look at mm-hmm. like the week Johnson resigned. I did nothing but watch the news come in on Twitter, and I was like obsessed. I've watched so many PMQs. Yeah, I look back now and I just think. I think that isn't good for you. I don't, no. Not for me. It's like it was. It was getting into my day today. I'd say your Twitter presence. I I can tell. I can tell that from your Twitter. Presence. He was like, oh, oh, he's become a political comedian. Yeah. And, and yeah, the thing but, is, like, I am not. Like, I can't. Yeah. I don't know how to do political comedy. It's hard not to be at times, though. But I think you are right. It isn't always good for you. It's like some people. You know, I mean, there's a there's a level, isn't there? But like some people don't even watch the news. Like they're like, it's not exactly. good. Yeah, I mean. But there's a level of needing to know what's going on. Because well, I think the difference is, is like there's engaging so that you are aware. But it's like if you're not actually doing anything productive to feel like you're having a positive impact, then, yes. then it's just it's just doom, a doom, a doom cycle. It's exactly. like doom scroll. It's like doom scrolling, but it, it's literally your life that you're living in. And then exactly. You, so, so yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like I've I, in my shed. Mm. I feel like I got a little bit doom cycly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and, and then and this peaked at um, I was at Euston Station. No, I was at London Bridge. London Bridge going down onto the tube, and going down onto the Northern Line, and quasi quarting. And he'd, it, it was two weeks after he'd resigned as Chancellor, so they'd crashed the economy, and then. There he was in London Bridge. He just had lunch with a friend. He was talking very loudly, very confidently. Mm. And he stood behind me on the escalator. It's a very long escalator at London Bridge. And I had, I'd say, 70 seconds with Quasi Kwarteng there. And having been obsessed with everything that was going on and what Mm. they were doing and outrage on my Twitter, I just didn't, couldn't. I didn't say anything to him. Yeah. I didn't look at him. I just kept thinking, what do you do now? What do you say to this man? Well, where do you start? Got- You've only got 70 yeah. seconds. And, and afterwards, than- did you think to okay, yourself, I wish I so said I've, this, I wish I yeah, said that? So or- I'll go through some of them. This is One your sliding was- doors. Yeah. One was we were about to get on the Northern Line. I could have said to him, I hope you're not going to bank, Quasi. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, Would not that have bad. Done anything for him? Yeah, not bad. I could have turned around and gone, 
Oh, mate, you... You're such a cunt. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. I think for me, when you said that, I was like, I know what you would have said. You would have just called him a cunt. And it's like, he probably hears that no, all the time. You, you, like, you can't. You, I, I was once on the same train as James Cleverley, who, uh, mm-hmm. again, is now foreign secretary. And so, I, and that was that was when he was in Johnson's cabinet. And I, I just looked at him and he looked back at me and I shook my head at him and looked away. And yes. I, felt really, I felt really good about that. I felt yeah, really good about that. Because yeah. it was like, it was polite. You can't be personal to someone. You can't be aggressive or personal to them. No. And I think that's why Quasi Quartin got in my head. And then I got to the bottom of the escalator and he walked past and I turned to the TFI guy and went, that's Quasi Quartin over there. And he went, is that that guy who uh, crossed the economy? I went, yeah. It's because of him, all our mortgages are going up. And the guy went, oh yeah, bloody hell. <laughs> And I went, oh, <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. And I got on the train, but like my adrenaline was like, and I was going, what could you have said? What should you have said? You could have. Do you know what? You, you, yeah. Do you know what you should have done is like <laughs> pretended you didn't know where you were going at the bottom of the elevator uh, escalator and just made a Mrs. Tube. Do you know what I mean? Like got in his way. Just got in Quasi's way. I mean, just been an it inconvenience. Just, it, this was mm. four weeks after the guy had been laughing at the Queen's funeral. Could have brought that up. Didn't. Mm. Where where you've got some nerve? That's what I wanted to say. You've got some nerve. Being out and about. Being out and about. <laughs> Tom, do you know what you need to do? Is you need to have at all times. This isn't going to help the doom cycle. You need to have at all times a fifteen second riposte for all cabinet ministers. You need it's to Penny, have them. Penny Morden. Penny Morden's here. Okay, yeah, hang on, yeah, Penny. Yeah. Um, Penny, yeah. Oh, <laughs> pe- pe- Penny for your thoughts. Book. Penny for your thoughts, you Tory bastard. Oh, no. <laughs> Good. Um, I, I, um, Jeremy Hunt. Uh, it writes itself. <laughs> but genuinely, since that incident, I have taken a step back. Like, I've come off yeah. Twitter. I've stopped watching PMQs. I've become a little bit more removed from that mm. and bro- yeah. broken the doom cycle because that was the moment when I kind of thought, yeah, you're, you're not really in this world. <laughs> yeah, I should have been no. able to do, and yeah, I should have said healthy. something to Quasi Quartang and it's not healthy. Mm. So, like, but I've, also I've, what I would say is I find <laughs> there's a very particular kind of ick that I get when you hear those reporters shouting out what they think yeah. like pithy one-liners to, to cabinet ministers when they you know when they walk past and it's like right, yeah. Yeah, they'll just shout something like that and it's like oh it's really cringe do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. so I think you you probably I think the slow the, the silent head shake is the ideal but that's tricky to pull off on an escalator because you're at, you're at a height imbalance and you're well, having to turn it. around it's all and he's a very tall if man been, if you'd he's already a very tall man the other way on the escalator different story perfect perfect mm. exactly mm. you'll just have so, to hope that that happens sometime I know so that's do I go and hang around London Bridge in 2023 no go and hang around Waitrose that's where they are <laughs> probably yeah. spot them in there Camille <laughs> highlights lowlights highlights mine are quite earnest actually my highlights um... mine were earnest mate <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not quite tomato puree on the on the groin um <laughs> mine the, the the ones that came to mind were going on holiday to canada to see my family oh, because i hadn't seen them for so long partly because of you know covid partly because they're in canada 
uh, went over there for my grandma's 80th. It was like a big family reunion. And it was so lovely. That was a real highlight, a real like, ah. Oh. But it's also kind of, it was also a bit kind of, you know, sad nostalgia of like, mm. oh, if we all lived in the same country, we'd, well, I'd have so many more mates who are my cousins. Like, it'd be that, so nice. Yeah. Mm. That brings me to my question about yeah. Canada. Because I always th- think of Canada as the next like in terms of landing spots of if you had to flee the country or not yeah. flee the country, but like if you wanted to get out of well, England, Canada seems quite high on people's lists as being like yeah. the, it's the good America. And well, it's like, it's not as far away as New Zealand. I think, interestingly, I think my family that went there would, would say, yeah, like all of the, the majority of my Guyanese mm. family went straight from Guyana to Canada. It was only my granddad and my grandma that came to England first, all of his family were like, we're heading to Canada immediately. They were like, no, no, we've, we're going to go and try England out. And they were only here for... <laughs> and then we're like, nah, cheers. Nah, I mean, they nah, were here nah, nah. for a solid time, maybe 20 years or like 15 years before they, before they then moved over to Canada. They were like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go over and join the rest of them. Um, and they do love it. I like it. I don't think I could live there, actually. Why not? I feel like it's 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 so I quite like that England is quite small, quite quaint. Like I mm. like going there, but it, everything is just so big. Everything is huge. Mm. Maybe I'm a very short person. Maybe if I was tall like you, Tom, I'd like it. <laughs> Quasi Quarteng would bloody love it, I tell you. He'd love it. He'd be striding around Canada bellowing. Um, I um I I th- I can see that completely. I, I, that makes a lot of sense. The the other thing, um, my my uh, English teacher, who was like my kind of like mentor in life, he moved to Canada, and his take on it was, it's really nice, but he said England is really interesting. And he said, yeah. it, it's it's really nice, but is it interesting enough? And he said, like, culturally, and now I, I know there's a lot of, like, great comedy and impro and great theatre festivals in Canada. Like, it does have that, but... I did go to like, Second City and do a little improv course. It was fun. There you go. It was, it was good, but... I did. I wouldn't say it was like mind-blowingly better than improv I've done in England. Mm. And do they? Ever since do they? Was the course you like? They put you on the stage and then they just throw members of the cabinet's names at you and you just have to respond. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like improv. It was like turbo improv. It was like <laughs> it was. It was. If it anything was like, doesn't need the word, if anything doesn't need the word turbo, turbo. in front of me, it's improv. It's improv. <laughs> improv is it already was, turbo enough. It was like you turn up and it's proper. Like hello, friends. No, it's that fun. I need um, two words in. Sorry, <laughs> Camille. Low light. Uh, um. Turbo improv. <laughs> low light, yeah, my turbo improv experience. Um, low light. Do you know what? I actually quite struggled to think of a low light. Oh, wow, that's great. Um, Canada's had an inf- influence on you, clearly. Yeah. Hello, friends, I've had no low lights. Was it, um, was it getting a handyman round to put pictures up for you? 
do you know what? A low light probably was actually that the handyman came round and when he put stuff up for me, he told me how dusty my flat was. <laughs> Camille, I've um, got a low light for you. Go on. I remember for you. When you called the police to report a burglary happening across the street and it was just a man going into his own house. <laughs> Okay, you made that sound worse than it was. He was going into a window on a roof. They were having work done. Okay. <laughs> I remember I this. did report yeah, you, it. You hid, you hid and were filming him on your phone and yeah. hiding. Yeah, I've, I've, seen, I've seen the him. video. You've seen the video. I filmed him. I messaged everyone in my flat building, beware. And it was someone in my flat building that said, that's my mate's flat. They're having work done. <laughs> Should we play a game? <laughs> yeah. Let's play a bloody game. Let's play a game. Quite a fun game. Um, new year, new you. Why not? And basically what's going to happen is we're each going to take it in turns. Um, and we're, we've all come up with a little resolution for ourselves for for 2023 and a little slogan we're going to live by. And then what we've done for each other is write predictions now, for each person, we've come up with a likely prediction, something we think might actually happen. We've come up with an unlikely p- prediction, something we think probably won't happen. And then a wild prediction. What's a wild thing that could happen to that person this year? So, should we start with... Should we start with BT? Yeah, talk about Grey Man. Obviously, she... We're not going to get a resolution out of her, but that's quite fitting, actually. Yeah. And or a motivational <laughs> slogan again, sort of works. Very fishy. She's grey man, just not just doesn't no, no code to live by, just yeah. under the radar. So shall I start with Mark? Should we should we all say our likely predictions for BT? Yes. Okay. My likely prediction for BT is she starts doing viral online content. Oh, I think wow. she could start. Like this is so funny that this is this is yes. funny that this is your likely prediction because wait for a bit. Okay, 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 yeah, that's my likely prediction. I think this is her. I think that this year she's going to start making little videos, and they're going to. I think she really could do that. Okay, she yeah, loves good. TikTok. Camille, what's your likely prediction for BT? My likely prediction was that when she moves into her new house, she's going to have a huge Halloween party. Yes, very good. And like old times well in the flat, but it's going to be going up huge. against Jonathan Ross. Yeah. Hey. Very, very tricky in the comedy world to do a Halloween party when you're up against because you know all the A-listers are Ross. taken. You're not going to get you're not going to get Goldstein. You're not yeah. going to get Ramesh. <laughs> they're, they're all on the big higher we'll down the road. We'll see where his loyalties lie. <laughs> Tom, what's your um what's your likely prediction for BT? Lead in Huge Netflix period series. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kablamo, yeah. just out of the blue. When we did GCSE Bite Size and we did Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, she she's just got looked, she's got the sound. She she's got the look. She yeah, is posh yeah. people. She's posh. Yeah, she's she, made for saying. it. She's posh. She's, bo- she's born okay. to do it. So I mean, lovely for her. Yeah, we, yeah. She's going to have a lovely she's going, party. She's going to go viral. She's yeah. going to get a lead. And actually, if she gets the Netflix series, then maybe her ha- Halloween party will rival Jonathan Ross's. May, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh my God. And then it's all going to come. And the viral content is going to be her backstage, at the, yeah. you know, behind the scenes. It's going to be like, you know, the Bridgerton cast are all doing their like little TikToks. That's going to be why it's all going to come together. Yes. 
unlikely predictions for BT. Mine is that she remembers the date and time of every podcast record we book. (laughs) (laughs) Mine very similar, that she will start writing things in her diary. Not going to happen. Yeah, unlikely. Tom? Um, Unlikely for BT that she will, like, take up a competitive sport... Like she'll be like, oh, I've joined a football team. Yeah, really yeah. Unlikely. It's so unlikely. However, when she had one of those DNA test things done, they said <gasps> she had the body of like she of an athlete. Like if she put as in her, she had if the she trained, te- she had like yeah, really athlete, yeah. athlete potential. I thought those tests just tell you your part of your family's from Norway. I think they do like your bones and stuff, and they yeah, like oh my loads god. Of stuff. Imagine if I you- I've got the bones of a golfer. <laughs> That'd be great. Then you take it up. Uh, wild predictions for BT. I've written writes a best-selling novel. Could I just think she's got the potential to just pull something out the bag? That one, <laughs> Camille. My wild one. Now this mad that yours because it's links to Rose's likely one. My wild one for BT was that she becomes a mumfluencer on Instagram. <gasps> yeah, that is what I was thinking. That is what I was thinking in when I for my likely prediction. But that was what that was my wild one for her. That's so funny. I mean, it's yeah. it's, all, it's all in the ether. It's in the ether. Yeah, I can see it though. I can. Yeah, Tom, I can really wild see prediction it. for BT. Uh, um, Christmas number one, twenty twenty three. Someone's got to put an end to lad baby's reign of terror. <laughs> interesting. Okay, that's interesting. Let's move on to Camille now because that okay. The number one, number one. Interesting. Okay. Camille, what's your resolution for 2023? My resolution is to try really, really hard. I'm currently declutter. Oh. <laughs> that it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. The purity of that got me. <laughs> Do you know what? That is really good. Should I just leave it there? Yeah. It was going to be that I'm currently trying to declutter my flat. I, I, I am a hoarder by nature. I'm a maximalist rather than a minimalist. I'm not saying yeah. I want to go against my true nature, but I I just want to declutter and to keep it like that. I want to walk into my flat and not feel like I've just moved in every single day. Camille, it's the same, same. I just want to try, like... I, I, I've got three huge pictures over there in the corner of this room. I've got... My bloody self-tape yeah, screen up the, at all times. Get, <laughs> get up on the wall, for God's sake. Uh, Camille, just, can I just yeah. say, I'm going to say my resolution, same. Sort my office out. Just get yeah. rid of the clutter. Well, you've Why got is there flower pots next to me? Why? Because Dan wants to be a gardener. You can't <laughs> golf. <laughs> okay, should we do our predictions for Cam? Thank my, you. My, my likely prediction for Cam is that she has a weird interaction with a stranger on public transport within the, before January is out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fe- yeah, pro- probable, probable. <laughs> Tom, likely prediction for Cam? Head shave. <laughs> Head shave. That, that's yeah. your likely. I can see it. I can, can see, see it. Mm. Come by April or something and suddenly you're just like, do you know what? I don't have to think about it. I just get up and I'm ready to start my day. It's actually great. And it's like, what? And you know, people go, it looks really good on you. 
Are these my fucking likelies? What am I unlike? Can I just say, BT got going viral, a lead in a Netflix thing. Yeah, I've got Camille, weird chat here. with a stranger and a head shave. She, she's not here. I did. I would have written something different probably if she was here. I was like, we can't just say horrible stuff about her if she's not here. Yeah, fair, fair, nice. fair. Do you know what? It's not, I would shave my hair off. I would shave my hair off. I'm thinking you go. though to the reaction you had when you someone put a wig on too tight and it pulled out a tiny patch of your hair and you lost your mind. I had a 50p piece of baldness, okay? It wasn't a tiny piece of losing my hair. I had a little bit of baldness on the front of my head from that wig. And you wig. didn't deal well with that. Listen, well, that's what I happened to me. <laughs> yeah. I just had a bad wig fitting one day and suddenly it just all came off. <laughs> um, Unlikely prediction for Camille. I've gone has a number one single. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I've got quite. I, I quite like my unlikely. Fashion starts that starts your own fashion label. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. Oh yeah, like the side hustle. That she, yeah, I can see that and too. It, and then I, Camille. Honestly, it ties in with the head shave. You've shaved your head. You're starting to design and, things. And, and then, also, it, it ties in with, I bet it's going to coincide with she's finally going to declutter her flat and then she's going to fill it entirely with loads of the stock from her side hustle. It's going to be boxes and boxes of all the clothes yeah. that she's selling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. the head shave isn't for like a part. It's not like I'm playing a soldier. The head shave is just, I've gone, do you know what? D- I'm yeah. done with hair. Yeah, totally. Jane and was close. Jane was very close to it this year. Really? She was like, I'm close to a head shave. And I thought, I can see that. <laughs> wow. And I think, you know, I think you, you and Jane, my wife's you've got quite similar personalities in certain, we certain do. regards. So I kind of thought, yeah, I could see a head shave. Okay, fashion. Just don't rule fashion. out. Don't rule out. Wild, wild card for Camille. Interesting, given our conversations, what I've put, packs in comedy and becomes an MP. Here you oh. go. Whoa, wouldn't mind it. Think I could make a difference. See. Think I can make a difference. Exactly. Yeah. And you have the right, you have a very good attitude for an MP. You're very empathetic. You could do a lot also... of good in the Conservative mm. Party. They need people like you. <laughs> which wh- yeah. which, uh, which bit would you have me doing? Which role? Wait, what, what cabinet position? Yes, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> See, I'm really, uh, which, bit? Which, <laughs> bit? which bit? Which bit? I would have you on Foreign Secretary. Yeah. Oh, what a life. would be good. I think you'd be really good at that. You're very diplomatic and good at like back to Canada. Mm, exactly, yeah. back and forward to Canada. Why not? Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'd say you'd have to do a you'd have to do a very intensive course. I'd have to just do a quick politics, a quick very conversion, quick, very quick, a quick yeah. conversion course. Conversion. Um, wild card for Camille Tom. Strictly. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah, you get, you really get the call. let's manifest that. Oh my yeah. god, you've got to be more famous to get on Strictly. But oh, I'd love it. It's only a matter of time before they put a podcaster on there. It might as <laughs> well be you. They've had YouTubers. They've had YouTubers. Where do you go next? You've got to get into the podcast community. Mm, and look, true. the really big hitters are going to turn it down. So they're coming down a run. Acaster said no. Gamble's yeah. not going on. Gamble's no you know? way. <laughs> Yeah, I'd um, lo- I'd love that. Camille, what's the slogan, your motivational slogan you're taking forward into 2023? Well, interesting, Rose, because of what your likely prediction was. My motivational slogan is, keep smiling at strangers. 
Yeah. So I've absolutely got it in one, haven't I? Absolutely got There's it. no harm in it. Keep doing it. Smiles are contagious. Pass one on. Great. Um, do you want to do Tom next or do you want to do me? Let's do Tom next. Tom, what's your resolution for 2023? Well... It's an interesting one because by saying it, I'm breaking it, but I I think I can say it once. Okay. Get fit, but never talk about it. Oh. Yeah. That's really good. I think you haven't broken it because you're not yet fit. Thank you. So you you can talk about it before you get fit. You haven't started the process yet. ever talk about it. Yeah. It's my my least favourite thing to talk about and have people talk to you about. And weight loss as well. Yeah. Never talk about it. I, I think one of my resolutions last year was to never talk about weight. I've, I'm sure I've broken that with you, probably. Yeah, we've broken it over as time's gone on, but it's a good <laughs> one to me. try and remember. Yeah. Mm. Okay, my likely prediction for Tom is that he becomes the voice of a hit new animated kids TV character. Ooh, oh, that's good. Have you got one in mind for me? Are you cooking it up? Oh, maybe. 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 Who knows? Train yeah. announcer. Super train <laughs> announcer. <laughs> uh, yeah. My likely my likely for Tom is that he gets another film away. He does another film. Yeah. Yeah. For a yeah. for a for yeah. a rival streaming service. Ooh. He's not saying yeah. anything, but he's looking very coy. <laughs> okay, unlikely cards. suggestion for Tom. I've gone becomes the new mascot for Wolverhampton FC. (laughs) (laughs) Retires Wolfie. Wolfie Wolfie, has been there for too long. Wolfie Uh, retires. That's good. And this can tie in with your resolution, Tom. Because you'll be running up and down that pitch and people will be like, who's in there? (laughs) (laughs) He's he's tired now. (laughs) That must be a lot of commitment being that mascot. Mm. It, it's a hell of a life and Wolfie's got a wife as well Wolfie and Wendy they do it as yeah. a pair they're, they're, it's very sweet actually Wolfie and are Wendy are they both dressed up in, in as wolves it'd be weird if they weren't it'd be weird if Wolfie just had a really normal <laughs> just him wife just a suit just a woman yeah <laughs> he just picked her up at a nightclub in wolves yeah. and she was Watford, like yeah why not Watford's, <laughs> Watford's one is so annoying whenever I've been with Dan to the football Harry the Hornet he is such a dick he's so annoying and he's got a sting but it looks like a poo coming out of his bum and he's just <laughs> so annoying and Dan was like yeah they changed the guy inside him and the new guy inside him is just awful how, Sorry, what do you mean? How can you listening? tell? How can you tell? <laughs> because you can just tell, can't you? He started you? doing wacky. Yeah. He there was a big like, uproar when um, Gunnosaurus, who's the Arsenal one, <laughs> the dinosaur, there was quite a big uproar when they were making cutbacks. I think it was around COVID time and they said they couldn't yeah. afford to pay Gunnosaurus or, or something and yeah. they were getting rid of him and there was a big backlash. I, I think they ended up going back Finding on their word the and some, got, yeah, some, got him somewhere. back. I will, I will say this. When I did um, the wrestling in Edinburgh, mm. I realised that when I was doing the performance style of a wrestler, I realised I'd found the right level yeah. for my acting. Like, yeah. I'm constantly being told by directors, can you bring it down a smaller. bit? Split yeah, the difference. Tom, Let's have it smaller. You, Tom, it's like listening to a mirror. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, um, and when I started in the wrestling, everyone was like, "Oh my god, you're nailing it! That's just the right level. That's exactly." And I was like, "Oh, wrestling! You need to become a professional is, wrestler." Then wrestling is the right level of acting for me, performing mm. for me. And in some ways, I think being inside a mascot costume, I would have the right level as well. Yeah, I think like that. Whoa! What's yeah. over there? Let's go and yeah. talk to the fans. I think like yeah. people would be like, "Oh yeah, you're just the right for level the for a mascot." Yeah. There was a lot of face acting and gesticulating going Loads. on during that. But Tom, literally, as you were doing that, that is also why you would be good in kids' telly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of Mr. Tumble acting. Yeah, a little bit Camille, of Mr. Tumble. Unlikely prediction for Tom. My unlikely prediction for Tom, and I'm sad to say this. Is that you will never? Dies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, you will. I don't think you will ever move back to London. Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't well, don't say that in a sad way. Even if really you do loads of films, I just don't think you'll move back to London. I think you you. I think like he's got the whiff of life. someone that could have a pied de terre. He could have a little, a flat. little cheeky bolt hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a, different. A room. Yeah. A room wild, to stay in when I go home. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Wild predictions for Tom. For me, Bond. Yes. Oh yes, please. License it's, to it's kill. <laughs> <laughs> Shaken, please. Don't stir it. <laughs> but listen, if you get fit. You're gonna. It might be this huge glow up, and then it's like, fuck it. He's left. Left, yeah. left field. He choice. doesn't. He doesn't talk about getting fit. We just see him half naked in Bond, yeah. and everyone's like, yeah. "What the hell? What the yeah. hell?" Um, Camille, my my wild prediction for Tom. Uh, this is wild, but I feel like he could do it. Hmm. He will start a new religion and get loads of followers. Yeah, yeah. He's persuasive. Yeah. He yeah. he can t- mm. speak to a crowd. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, a he's natural got the real leader. Of, like if things take and if things take the wrong turn, he could be a cult. It could be a cult leader. Scenario. Cult vibes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he turned us all vegetarian when Edinburgh. Not yeah. me. No, um, nearly. Nearly. Can't be turned. Yeah, <laughs> the worm will not and be turned. Tom, finally, what's the slogan that you're going to be taking forward into 2023? It is, you are what you do, brackets, at 42. Love it. Oh, good. Because That's good. You, I'm 42 in December. Oh, I was 42, sorry. So yes. And then... Uh, no way. I think when you get to a certain age, it's no good thinking, I want, I'll be there. You are what you do. If you want it, do it. And Tom, you're not a golfer. I'm not a golfer, it. exactly. Mm. It, it ties and you're not into that really. That, that, that shouts at Quasi Quarteng on the tube. No, exactly. No. So Embrace you are what you do. Okay, okay, that's good. Rose, you ready? My resolution, as I've said, is to sort my office out. I, but I am kind of pretty sure that was also my resolution last year. So <laughs> we'll see. We need, what we need to do is have a a, a a point in the year, like we put it in our diaries and we check yeah, in with each other. Yeah, I mean, Not with Tom, because he won't talk about it. But I know. But the but but we should put that in our diary rows and be like, how's how are you getting on with how's that? How's it going? Yeah, that's a good idea, Camille. A mid-year check-in. Mm. A mid-year check-in. What are your likely right. predictions for me? Um... What have you got, Cam? Uh, my likely prediction, Rose is going to be very happy with this. You're going to be on House of Games. 
<laughs> I, I think that's a fucking wild prediction, giving my, given my agent's continued campaign that this just rebuffed time and time again. He's going to run out of contestants, okay? If You're going to get the you, call. That's a You're going to get the call. I just think if anyone has a t- pipeline to Osman, I'd be great on that show. Get me on I've, it. Thank you, Camille. Sad time. Osman saw my last Edinburgh show. And on that night, he tweeted, seen some great Edinburgh shows today. Max in the van, blah, 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 and blah, 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 and, and didn't mention my show, and he was in. Oh. <laughs> oh. And, and I thought, I'm not, getting that, I'm, not, I'm not getting that call up. I'm not getting that call up. You would be great on House of Games. Games. You would be I'd great. A, we'd, be, yeah. we'd be great on it together, Tom. Yeah, yeah, bookers for the same week, fantastic. Yeah, but, uh, ideal. No, yeah, not happening. And you think, What's your prediction? He books a lot of people, doesn't he? Yeah. A lot of people get booked. Well, for what that I game. noticed the other yeah. day that confused me, I thought they were always com- comedians or had like a link to comedy, but no, he's getting uh, chefs on there, no, no. sports yeah, people. There's, there's always a mixture. There's normally yeah. two comedians and then other right. people from other spheres. Tom, what's your likely prediction for me? Perrier nom. Oh, lovely. That's very nice, uh, but I'm not going to go to Edinburgh, so. Well, some kind of nom. But you, you keep telling me it's madness. Just gonna slip it under there. Just, just keep it going. I mean, like I bumped it from unlikely to likely because I thought you gotta (laughs) gotta put (laughs) these things in. Thank you. Um, unlikely predictions, Camille. So I think that you will be on House of Games, but I think you (laughs) unfortunately will not make it onto Celebrity Mastermind. (laughs) That's that's one step too far. I thought gonna say MasterChef. I think I could get well. I think Master you could Chef, get on Master, Yeah, you could do MasterChef, but I don't. I don't think you'd get. I don't think you'd quite get onto Mastermind this year. No, no. This is thank this you. is this is the problem that we have. Uh, our level that we're at, podcasters, Skekko veterans, um, <laughs> you know, sometime performers. Yeah, Skekko vets. Skekko vets. The Skekko vets. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, if you really want to be, this is what I ask myself. If you want to really be on Pointless, mm. you're not going to get on Celebrity Pointless. Yeah. So, but if you applied and got on Pointless, it'd be weird. Yeah. So you're in yes. this, you're in this hinterland. Yeah. In this hinterland between not being a celebrity but not being enough of a normal person to get so on genuinely, normal Pointless. Yeah, my yeah. goal, my probably, if I'm honest, my career goal is genuinely just get to a level of recognition where I can get on Celebrity MasterChef. That's yeah. uh, that's it. That's because it. Because but- I want to do, I'd love to do that show, but like you say, really weird. It's like when you see someone on like a reality show and they say like actor and you think, well, yeah, you know, on, on one of those shows, you think, are you? Yeah, totally. I'm a stand-up comedian. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are because there's so bloody <laughs> many. Are, yeah. But yeah, it well, would feel it, yeah. a bit weird. Yeah. So it's hard, basically. You're in this kind of, you're in this hinterland. In, in between purgatory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You make a living by doing it and you yeah. like it and you're happy, but you're not. But you're, you're not, not getting, getting the call. call on Strictly yet. Yeah, Mine's just, my, my would be the same as you, Rose, but Strictly. Tom, did you do your unlikely one? I've forgotten for me. Go full blonde. Oh. Just fucking turn up in April and just be like, have you seen RJ? She's blonde. (laughs) She's just absolutely gone for it. 
I sort something of want to think about. Yeah, I want to see it now. I want to see it. Something to think about. Just imagine. I if I've got a wig, I can whip on. No, it's in a props thing somewhere. Miles you could, away. you could, you could suit that, Rose. Mm, I just, yeah. The thing is, that is very interesting because I have started to get what a very diplomatic makeup artist recently called a touch of salt and pepper, and. <laughs> And so it, it, it could it could happen because it could be mm. me being like, do you know what? If I'm going to go grey, might as well just go blonde. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The only thing that is stopping me is I've got a lot of hair and I cannot be arse sitting in the hairdressers for hours and hours while they dye it all. Yeah, yeah, you've got a lot of hair. Yeah, I mean, some people go to the hairdressers every six weeks as a normal yeah. thing. They're like, yeah, that's normal. No, thanks. Not for I. <laughs> I go um, to the hairdressers once a year, if that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Camille, wild prediction for My me. wild prediction for you. Now, this is only wild because I'm like, would you actually do it? It's not that I don't think you could. I think you definitely could do this. My wild prediction is that you run a marathon. <laughs> I and think talk you about could it, do it all the time. Yeah, you could do it. And if I did, never I would stop never stop it. talking about it. Yeah. Never. No, the thing is, I didn't really do my lowlights of 2023. Two, but really it was tearing my calf, calf muscle and spraining my ankle within the space of a month so I just think I, I haven't got the legs for it anymore sadly mm. okay fair enough but Tom, thank enough. you your wild Tom. card I had jungle I had jungle. Go- yeah. I mean if I can't get booked on fucking house of games they're not booking <laughs> me for the jungle are they I don't know you I'd know. love to go into the jungle jungle swings jungle swings a bit lower I think I would no definitely offense. go into the jungle I'd I could see you I could, I could see you in the jungle yeah, yeah. I'd, so, uh, I don't know if I could do I don't know if I could hack the jungle no that's why I put you in yeah. strictly yeah thanks yeah thanks I, I like um, to think I could do it. Everyone goes in and, sit and is like evangelical about it, aren't they? It's probably very... It's, yeah, I think it is a good experience. Well, and strictly in fairness. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> well, we finished off this game with my slogan, <laughs> to take forward into 2023. That'll do. Pig. <laughs> no, just that'll do. Oh, what's that from? That'll do, I pig. mean, that'll, that'll, do, do. that'll do pig. That's from... That, babe. Babe, babe. yeah. Just that'll do. I just think. Imagine if her slogan was "That'll do, pig." That's not gonna. That's not a good frame of mind for the new. That'll year. do, pig. Yeah, it's just that'll do because I just think. Oh, it's probably a bad slogan, but I just think. No, if you, I, you could be. Then anything you achieve surprises you, and it's delightful that'll rather do. than being like, "Oh, well, I didn't get the big thing that I've been." You know what I mean? Amy so it's like stars. whatever happens, that'll do for now. That'll, that'll do. do. Yeah, and also like when you're doing work and stuff, that'll do. Don't need to stress <laughs> out. Make it perfect. <laughs> that'll do. There is there is a happiness in that'll do. I think. Yeah. Hmm. I think. And also, just take a, take a bit off your volume for me. That'll do. Oh, always. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Bring it down. Just, I just bit. thought I'd say it before someone else did. Yeah. You're not in the um, mascot. You're not in the mascot costume now. Just bring it down. <laughs> bring it down a bit. Either that'll take up wrestling. Take up wrestling. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we could be a tag you. team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was New Year, New You. I thought pretty good. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, enjoyed Some great that. stuff in there. We're now going to move on to our second game. Uh, now, <clears throat> if you're not a 
Patreon subscriber. I know we've dro- we've trailed this earlier in the episode. <laughs> if you're not a Patreon subscriber, I know we say this a lot. This month is the month. This month is the month. Uh, you've got to get over there. Camille, remind us of the name of the game. Really, really proud of it. <sighs> the name is Goodbye 2020 Poo. Hello 2020 Wee. We're not going to reveal what that is unless you're over on our Patreon. So all I'm saying is get yourself over there, treat yourself, start 2023 off the right way, but do not, this is, I cannot say this strongly enough, do not listen to the Patreon content whilst you are eating or in polite company. Right, guys, it's uh, nearly the end of our first one of 2023. It's just time for us to do our Legends and Dicks of the Week, Camille. My Legend of the Week is my driving instructor, Carlos. We did a mammoth four-hour lesson. I got him to drive me from uh, London. Well, I mean, I drove him. I got him to us to drive from London back to my parents in Reading so I could practice the drive with him. We went into my mum and dad's for about an hour, had a little coffee. He had a little chat with them. And then we drove back again. Amazing. Uh, I did go wrong, did take some wrong turnings, a um, couple of hairy moments. But he uh, is so <laughs> calm and so nice. I even said to him at one time, are you nervous being in the car with me? He was like, no, Camille. Everything I do, he says, bravo, even if it's shit. Um so well done, Carlos. How well done. close are you to Jane's learning to drive as well? How oh. close are you, do you think? Oh no, I do I do have a license. I just am a terrible driver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a terrible driver and I, Oh my god, dick of the week is me linked to driving. Oh my god! Yeah. This is incredible. So this is incredible. I'm really proud of my. It's the same day this happens, by the way. Yeah. I'm really proud of myself. In the daytime, I do that. I'm like, wow, I've never driven that far on motorways, you know, all the way to Reading and back. Wow. That evening, <laughs> me, BT, and Rose go out for our annual birthday girls Christmas office party. Beautiful. We go for dinner. I, after dinner, I go and collect Belle from the dog sitter. I've left the car there. I'm driving me and Belle back home. My car park is so small. I can only drive in and out if there's not cars parked the other side. And I got home late and of course everyone is home. I tried to park. I got wedged in the middle of the car park between two parked cars. I'm, I'm moving forwards. I'm moving back. I'm getting out to look. I'm going back in again. I'm moving. And I just managed to be like directly between these two cars and I couldn't get out. I messaged Rose and Beattie and said, I'm stuck in between these two cars. I'm going to have to leave the car here. But James, I messaged James. He told me I couldn't do that because I was completely blocking the whole car park yeah. and driveway. He said, you've got yeah. to find a way out. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it, was, it was awful. It was awful. Yeah. I what hated happened? myself. Did Rose sent me a voice note telling me how to, how to I, I get myself out. I sent her a voice out. note saying, 
left you know saying like right hand full Lock. locked out trying to tell her how to do it but she eventually managed to get out but she couldn't park so she went and parked on a nearby street i managed to oh. get out back out and we and oh, we just nice. drove around the streets looking for a space <laughs> that was I easy to say, park in i have got i got stuck quite recently in a space where i'd driven and it was like a narrow basically i'd parked it was an outside a theatre next to a wall and there was a wall in front as well and then a car drove and parked behind me could I get out I've never had to get out of a parallel parking space backwards do you know what I mean rather than forwards I I had to like try and get my back I just could not do it I couldn't do it it was like I just you know when you just like you just keep going forwards and backwards and ending up in exactly the same position Yeah. yeah yeah listen Camille you'll get there yeah, thank you. I hope so. I'm going to have to book him again and do some parking lessons, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Rose, Legend and Dick. My Legend of the Week. I do- have I done this already? Tell me if I have. It's a singer called C-Mat. I don't think you have. I don't think you have. No. Okay. So she is an Irish singer uh, and her name's like Chiara... I can't remember all the rest. It's like her initials, basically, C-M-A-T. So she's C-M-A-T. She's just an Irish singer-songwriter who is absolutely incredible. And I went to see a gig uh, of hers a couple of weeks ago in Islington. And honestly, I think it was the best gig of my life. Amazing. She was incredible. And I've seen Amy Winehouse three times. So this is saying something. She was incredible. Her songs are so brilliant. And I've never seen anybody sing live where it's like, oh, it it literally sounds exactly like the album. Your voice is just incredible. Like it's incredible. And she was just, it was just, and I, you know, and like, it was a small gig. It was only at Islington Academy. So mm. only a few hundred people there, but like everyone it's was nice such there. a mega fan. Everyone knew all the words. Everyone was losing their minds. And she came on, she played the entirety of It's All Coming Back to Me Now by Celine Dion in blackness before she came on. I mean, what more do you want? Beautiful. Amazing. I'll, I'll listen. I've never listened to her. Yeah, she's amazing. See, Matt, listen to her. She's got one album called If My Wife Knew I'd Be Dead. And then she's got a couple of singles as well. Check her out. She's fantastic. My dick of the week, sorry to say it, Parry, it is tall people at gigs. I know they can't <laughs> help it. Hey. I know they can't help it. It's just galling when they come and stand in front of you and you think i literally can't see a thing now i can't yeah. see a thing yeah it's brutal but what can know. they in do the end, what can they do that's the- but we dan was there i went with like a bunch of other comedians and then dan came and in and then in the end we all the girls kind of went we were like we went into the middle right near the front because we could see then and and dan was like I, i'm not coming because i just he was like i just feel so self-conscious so he stood at the side and watched but also because we were losing our minds he, he really liked the gig but also i think he was like you go and run free <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just i know that they can't help it it's just i just think what it must be such an amazing experience just being able to see all the time 
It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's incredible, actually. <laughs> it's incredible yeah. being tall at gigs. <laughs> what I needed, Parry, was you to put me up on your shoulders. Of course, yeah, I'd have been there. Next time, Festival next time. Parry, Festival Paz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paz, who are your legend and dick of the week? Uh, legend of the, it, it, this feels like a shout out I know but legend of the week genuinely g- genuinely is Danny Mays um, who is uh, in my film in your Christmas or mine he he is the world's nicest man like he's just Aww. so so down to earth so supportive so normal one of the country's best actors and yet like he could not he's be more like actor. a normal bloke going to work and loving his job and he's gone out of his way to do shout outs for the film he's constantly on social media promoting it whenever he gets interviewed for it he always mentions me which you don't have to do you don't have to mention the writer he goes out of the way to mention the writer on all the things he does just just like seeing someone who does it so well being like being so good at what they do but being so humble so friendly so supportive total legend that's the way to be isn't it it's like yeah oh you can be brilliant and successful and not a dick just be like be more maze and also you will he will get more and more work as his career goes on because people will be like do you know what we want to work with him where there if there are people who have a similar level of success as him but because they're cunts they will get less and less work because the number of people that want to work with them will decrease do you see what I mean like I do totally. think that it does pay off in terms of people who are actually wanting to have you around and work with you exactly that it was just just a joy a joy of a man um, right. so so there you go that's my shout out for him uh, villain of the week is my um, my two year old daughter Gloria has um, <laughs> She's been, she's ill. She's got an infection, but mm. she is point blank refusing to have Calpol. The only thing that she needs to do is just suck the Calpol and it takes the temperature away. And we have these 45 minute standoffs with her where you, she just will not take the Calpol. And in the end, it led to a scene in hospital waiting room last night where I had to physically pin her down whilst my wife squirted Calpol in her mouth. She was screaming like we were abducting her. Oh People obviously God. judging us as parents. It was just absolutely What's horrific. the deal with kids these days not wanting Calpol? Have they made it taste less delicious? Because I used to love Calpol. We used to absolutely love Calpol. Still I do. fucking loved Still it. Still a good God. taste. Can is there a world in which Camille can do a video <gasps> where she says to glow? Yes. Where Camille takes some, oh. takes some and says, mm, "I love it." Hello. Sorry. Yes. Camille's glow. So excited by that, she's knocked her microphone over. Yeah, maybe Camille. Could I think do a I video. do have some influence over Glow. Maybe I could do this, a cowpole video. Absolutely. Well, what you could say is you could just say, "I've heard you've been taking your medicine. That's so brilliant. Yes. You're such a good girl for taking your medicine because it does make you and better. Maybe so Camille, well done." Can you pretend to take some yourself? I'm going to take mine now. Mmm, make yes. it feel really nice and better. Oh, here we, here we go. I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it today. Very good. Back, Beautiful. Back, back story to this is Camille recorded some. Well, you tell it, Camille or Tom. Go on, Tom. Well, Camille records these videos uh, speaking to Gloria because she met met her at a wedding and they got on like a house on fire. So now she asks to see Camille all the time. Can I see Camille? And so <laughs> we play these videos for uh, our meal times and we see it. And as we're eating, we watch these these videos of Camille and Belle kind of talking Gloria through their day, being on the bus, being in the park. We know them word for word now. And um, they're always <laughs> so like the cute. real highlight, highlight of Gloria's day. So I'm thinking, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. The other day, um, Rose, they were watching, what was it? You and Jane messaged me to say you were watching a kid show. Dog Squad that we've recently written on. 
Yeah. And Glow and Jane said to Glow, who wrote this? And she said, Camille, she writes it for me. <laughs> How cute! Rose is getting a look in. Yeah, Rose not yet. That. That, shout out the writers, Glow. Don't you know? You need to credit all the writers. <laughs> Listen to Danny Mays. That's what Danny yeah. Mays would do. Yeah, we're, we're raising the world's most entitled child. If she thinks that all the shows have been written specifically, for her. <laughs> I, I know the writer of this. I know the writer of this. Yeah. She'll be intolerable um, in nursery. <laughs> Tom, other than watching your brilliant Christmas film, Your Christmas or Mine, on Amazon Prime, where can people find you? Uh, now on Instagram, actually. I've come off Twitter. Uh, yeah. So I've kind of, and, and like, I've done that in the past. I've deactivated my Twitter account. And then just before it kind of goes, goes, I've kind of gone back on. But now I've, it's gone. My Twitter account's gone. So wow. I'm on Instagram instead, just because I think you need some kind of presence yeah. to put stuff yeah. out there. Yeah. So I think it's Thomas Parry it's on Instagram. It's definitely not as doom scrolly Instagram. Exactly, definitely. Exactly, that's it. Well, I think it's what I needed, really. But otherwise, we've got obviously the Pappy's podcast. The one that you guys guested on is coming out in the new year. Yeah. Um, we had such a lovely time recording that. Um, so yeah, Pappy's uh, flat slammer out there. We've got our own patron and stuff. Um, and otherwise, I'll just be knocking around Exeter. <laughs> so come, come yeah, great. Say if hello. You see him in Exeter. See him in extra Waitrose with tomato puree all over his crotch. Say hello. <laughs> Can I just say your Instagram? handle confused me at the start it's tomos isn't it t-o-m-o-s yes the welsh spelling t-o-m-o-s-p-o-r-i tomos parry mm. that's I always, where you'll I find 17, him i always entertain changing my name to tomos parry um but now mm. tomos parry is uh, i think a michelin star rated chef yes, who specializes yes. in barbecue food yeah um, he is. yeah so, so he's, he's kind of got there on that one so um, um I quite often, especially when I was when I was full veggie, I had a lot of messages through people being like, "Oh my word, this is the greatest sausage I've ever eaten in my life," <laughs> and I'd just be like, "Thank you," <laughs> and I'd just take the credit for amazing cooking. Why not? Why not? You got to well, take it when it comes your way. Well, thank you so much for being. We couldn't have thought of a better first guest of 2023, if I'm the honest. The perfect oh. way to kick off the year. We were like, who is positive, upbeat, is going to kick off the year in the way we want it to get 2023 started? Mm. Tomos Parry. Guys, have a fantastic year. Go get it. Yeah. That'll we do. We will. Those you windows too. are steamed up now, haven't they? Yeah, they nice have, and tasty. Yeah, Podcast fresh. Um, well, love you both so much and love to beat you as well. And, uh, Lots yeah, of love I'll... to you two yeah. and the girls. I'll see you in the year. Love you. Bye. 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 Oh, Tom Parry. Such a good guest. Such a good pal. Such a good guy. Everyone watch his film. Your Christmas or mine. You can get it on Amazon. Keep the Christmas spirit going. It's still, this is going to go out. We're still within the 12 days of Christmas. Oh, it's lovely to be doing Christmassy things Mm -hmm. in the first week of the new year. Yeah, Jan- so Jan- you need to keep, keep the vibe going. Yeah, keep January upbeat. That's why it's good we're doing the pod. We'll we'll be back mm. again next week, keeping those January yeah. blues away. But yeah, thank you so much for listening all the way through 2022. We're excited to keep podding for you in 2023. Um, and yeah, thank you to Emma Corsham as always, our fantastic producer, to Lucy Moore for our beautiful artwork, and to Anne Chmielewski for our wonderful podcast music. Thank you, Camille, for being a fantastic fellow podcaster. Thank you, Rose, for being a fantastic fellow podcaster. Big love to BT and the Babs. Big love to the and G-Man herself. <laughs> the G-Man. 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 And yeah, we'll see you next week. 
Bye. Bye.